Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Adoption Ideals. As we wrap up this segment of episodes on adoption, let's recap in a pretty powerful way. I'm Justin, the online pastor here at Mariner's Church, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gospel Everyday Podcast, October 23rd. The adoption series that we've gone through the last couple months is coming to an end. Tomorrow, actually, is the last day of it before we move into kind of a new theme um, as we head through the the, the devotional, um, which the topic is guidance, and I think this that's going to be an incredible one. So as we're wrapping up adoption, though, I want to center us on uh, some of what it talks about today. It presents us with a group of questions that it challenges us to ask and answer every day for the next seven days. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to be back next Monday. I'm going to ask you how you did. Now, I I hope you're going to tell me the truth. I hope you're going to say, Justin, every day I asked one of these questions. Every day I thought through the topic of adoption. And, And here's the thing. It is so easy to do. These questions are not complicated questions. These are not quiz questions. There is no right or wrong answer if you come authentically to the table you know, with what you a, have learned and have processed over the last few weeks uh, or months. And two, if you have a willingness to say, you know what, I actually don't know the answer. I don't know how that plays out in my life. This is something I need to pay more attention to because even that is a great answer. You know, we talk about the the seven rhythms of, of faith, you know, the, the rhythms of rooted um, that we, we talk through. And I love the language of rhythm because when you're out of rhythm, you can quickly get back into rhythm. And I, I know this because when I'm clapping hands during worship at church, uh, I'm terrible at it. Uh, I can't keep a good rhythm. I can't keep a good tune. And you might think to yourself, well, Justin, hold on a second. We've heard you sing on the podcast. Uh, we have, we've looked for DK. We've looked for JC. We've told them that you should have Justin up there singing Ocean sometimes and uh, and that we have not found them yet. Um, and for those who have tried, um, you know, it, it just it hasn't worked with the schedule, okay? But just keep trying because I would love that. But you might think, well, Justin, but that doesn't make sense because you just said you can't clap. And here's the thing, friends. I know it doesn't make sense. Some things just don't make sense. I love singing in the shower. I love singing in the car. Uh, I love uh, clapping my hands at church and I do lack rhythm. But here's the best part about that, that as I'm standing there next to my wife and she nudges me uh, and I realize, oh gosh, I'm clapping, you know, differently than everyone in the room. There's a thousand, you know, 2000 people in the room and I'm the one clapping different. Uh, and, and I'm, but I'm easy to get back onto rhythm. Okay. I can take a pause and get back onto rhythm. When we view some certain things as a task lists, is we view them as things, well, if you don't do, we're going to get into trouble. There's a punishment attached to it. That is, not only is that discouraging, it doesn't help us actually pursue the thing that is the most important thing. And you might think, well, what is the most important thing? Your relationship with Jesus is the most important thing. Pull everything else away. You know, let everything else melt away for a second. And if you're standing there alone, but you have a relationship with Jesus. You know Jesus. You know that you are adopted into his family. And, and that fact, that truth has made changes to your life because of that truth. Then you have everything you need. 
you know, one of our outreach values is around true poverty. And I love that outreach value. And here's the reason why. Because one time I went on a serve experience with Mariner's Church. And afterwards, this is when I was very new on staff, by the way. Afterwards, my feedback was, well, and this this is not abnormal feedback, by the way. So no judgment here. There's no judgment on the podcast. My feedback was, I'm just so thankful. It makes me so grateful for the things that I have. It makes me grateful for my, you know, refrigerator and for my, you know, you know, TV at home. And as I listed some items, some possessions I had, and man, was I, I was I way off in understanding what the uh, value of true poverty was. That while I may be wealthy uh, in possessions and things, if I'm poor in relationship with others, you know, poor in friendships, if I'm poor in relationship with God, I've, I, I might have a bunch of Bibles but yet I, I don't have a relationship with God. I, I might have a, a ton of, of expensive devices to listen to podcasts on, but I don't truly know who God is. Then, then I'm the one who's lacking. Okay. It, 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 it's important for us to remember that it's not about all these extra things that we sometimes attach to our faith. It's about our faith. It's not about the things we attach to our faith. It's about our faith. It's about that when we wake up in the morning and we kind of rub our eyes, we're able to look in the mirror and we know the person looking back at us may be dealing with struggle, may have problems that they're facing at work or at home with family, with friends, with their kids. And some of these problems, they may be big problems, problems that are not solved in a day. But they know the person looking back at them is loved by God. That you know you can call on the name of Jesus and that there's power in that name for you. Because you don't just know things about him, you know him. You have a relationship with him. You know, here, here's, here's my deal. I'm a challenge to you. In today's devotional, October 23rd, there's a whole list of questions. I, I want you to go read those questions. And, and I truly do want you to try this over the next seven days. Because here's the reason why. If you have found yourself out of rhythm with certain things, and I think it, I would apply that to any context, but if you found yourself out of rhythm with, let's say, you know, running on a regular basis, if you're a runner, or you've been out of rhythm with, uh, you know, you, you say you want to, you know, eat healthier uh, but you've been out of rhythm with that. You know, the crumble cookies, they just keep calling your name. Listen, I get it. I get it. Uh, you've been out of rhythm um, with maybe even your daily devotionals. You've been out of rhythm with that. You've out of been out of rhythm with your prayer life. You can easily get back into rhythm. That is the best part of this. So as you read over these questions, what I want you to do, and I really want you to do this, get a piece of paper. It can be scrap paper. It can be a post-it note. I, w- I really want you to write down all seven of these questions and a and write down the, the day of the week for each one. This is, it's all written here. This is very simple stuff so that you can actually go over the next seven days and challenge yourself on, on, on these questions. Ask yourself, where does this fit in my life? What do I believe about this? You know, do I have answers? Do I know? Or do I still have questions? You know, there's a story from a, a movie called The Equalizer, okay? Denzel Washington, the very first one, uh, the, there's a series of three now, but the very first one, he was, he, he, I'm not gonna go through every detail of this movie, 
but but it, there's some violence. Okay, there's some. I'm just going to go out on the table and just say there's some violence in this movie. Okay, so but I'm not I'm not paying attention to the violence. There I'm paying attention to a specific conversation he had um, with a guy. Uh, in which later in the movie that he had violence with. But in this conversation, they were sitting in a restaurant and he was sharing a story with him. And this story, man, this story has always stuck with me because this is the story of God and ourselves, if we're honest. That, And this is how the story goes. And I'm paraphrasing it, but you can find this clip on YouTube, just like, you know, Equalizer 1, dinner scene, you know, story. And you'll, you'll find it on YouTube. Denzel Washington is talking to this other character and he says to him, you know, I, I heard that this story was told to me. You know, a young, you know, Russian boy was adopted by, you know, a wealthy intellectual, you know, a historian, teacher, um, professor. And he, uh, you know, he had five kids of his own, but he wanted to share the wealth that he had. So he adopted a child um, from, uh, you know, from the, the foster home. And this child was older and he came into his home and and he had a lot of walls up and he was a hard kid and when he was hard the this this man this this adopted father uh, showered him with love and affection when this boy for, you know that he adopted would steal from him or break things he would uh, uh, surround him with with love surround him with encouragement and affirmation um, when this boy would have more difficulties at school and he would get into fights and even get into fights at home with his own now you know, stepbrothers and sisters, this man, the adopted father, would care for him, would encourage him, would support him, would help protect him. And, the, and finally, finally, after years, the, the man finally got through to this boy. That This boy finally opened himself up started to let down all the walls that stood between him. Um, and the, this man felt like he was making a breakthrough with this, this boy that he adopted. Well, the next day, an intruder broke into the house and sadly uh, killed the husband and the wife, the adopted parents. And all five of his kids you know, went to live with other family members and this boy went back into um, the foster home. They didn't know who did it. They never caught the person. But there were people who thought that it was the boy that did it. That he could not believe that someone would love him so unconditionally. He could not believe that he would be accepted so freely. That there would be a day that this man would realize that he had made a mistake inviting this young boy into his home and he couldn't bear the thought of that. So instead, he put an end to it so that it, his heart couldn't be broken first. And we hear that story, and it's from this movie, we hear that story and we think to ourselves, that is a sad story. But the truth is, it's also a real story. It's a personal story that many of us live out often because we think there's going to come a day where God is going to figure out who we really are. Listen, God already knows who you are. That there's going to come a day where God is going to regret inviting us into his family. God's not going to regret. God is not a God of regrets. God keeps his promises. That there's going to come a day that God says, well, maybe I shouldn't have. What was I thinking? And you are going to have all the joy that you feel replaced with horror as you're rejected by God. Jesus sent his son into the world 
to die for the world, that whoever puts their faith in him will not perish, but they will have eternal life. That is the God that we follow. Write down these seven questions. Think over them the next seven days. You are adopted into God's family. There is nothing you could ever do to make God love you less. And there's never going to come a day where God says, I made a mistake. I was wrong. I shouldn't have. Once you are adopted, you're in. Welcome to the family of God. I love that you're here. Keep coming back. I'm Justin. It's been a pleasure talking over the topic of adoption, the topic that's personal to me, and it's very real to God. Wherever you are, however you're listening, thanks for tuning into this episode. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.